This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hand Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined by as usual with Alex. Hey, hey everybody! Not, yeah, that's <laughs> so usual. I don't know what to say. Uh, unfortunately, Scott will not be joining us tonight. You didn't play any arcade games as a kid. It was very sad. Yeah, no, something came up at the last minute. He was not able to join us. But uh, as Alex just mentioned, we're going to be talking about our favorite arcade games. Yeah. And uh, while Scott's not here, he did give us his list, so we'll be reading his off along the way. But Alex, this is your topic, so lead us off on why you thought, well, why you want, why you chose this. Uh, well, video games, at least in my life, have been a huge part. Uh, have played a role in like most of my, uh, <laughs> like, uh, uh, what do you call those? Damn it, uh, arcades. No, <laughs> but stations in your life, like. It's like almost at every turn, I have video games in there. And uh, back in the day, arcade games, at the heyday of the arcades, uh, it it was a huge part of my life. So I thought, you know what, why not finally rate, because I'd never rated, you know, my favorite arcade games before. So let's do it. (laughs) All right. Um, As... I mean, all of us, we all grew up playing arcade games, but I, it was just hard list for me because I didn't go to the arcades that much. Um, our arcades themselves, very rarely. If anything, it would be like at a pizza place or a, 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 you know, a place where your parents would go and they would have like two or three tucked away in the corner and that mm-hmm. would be more my video game experience. It counts. Um, yeah. But I'm just saying like, I, like, yo, you know, us, where we live, <laughs> yogis. yogis. Was the big one? My parents. I never. My parents never took me there. The only time I went there is with I was with other friends, and their parents took us. Um, <laughs> it was a goddamn waste of money. <laughs> yeah, and we had Chuck E. <laughs> Chuck e. Cheese near us. We did that a little bit, but not often. Uh, other arcades that I've been to, like there hasn't been many. As, as a kid, adult, I've gone like to barcades and stuff like that a lot more, mm-hmm. but. Uh, the Starcade at Disneyland. Yeah. That was <laughs> I mean, kind of a waste of time. You're at Disneyland. But let's just play video games. But it was still cool. Yeah, back then it wasn't... Disneyland wasn't that big a deal. <laughs> it was a big deal. What are you talking about? Yeah, They had Street Fighter Alpha. That was a big deal. No, that was that was after my time then. Yeah. Um. Yeah, what other... Do you remember playing at other arcades? Um... Was it also called Starcade over at our old theater, over at the Cynodome? That sounds familiar. There was that one. You mentioned Yogi's, Chuck E. Cheese, Round Table Pizza. Yeah. Oh, Camelot. See, I only went there for my senior year. That's where we had our huge <laughs> senior night. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, we were rolling. We Camelot. Where Camelot was a or is a still. Um, Miniature golf slash batting cage type place uh, out here. And I would go there a lot for birthday parties. So that's another place I remember going to. But, yeah, not many. Um, it was also called Scam-A-Lot, too. <laughs> hey I don't get it. <laughs> All right, well, let's dive into our list. So we're not going to do a crossover this week. So we're just going to do our favorite 10 arcade games. Um, Alex, why don't you lead us off? Number 10, I remember always kind of looking for this game like first when i was a kid and then seeing if any of the other machines were free but it mostly was free most of the time and it was elevator action damn that, that game was so much fun if, if anybody has you have you'd never played it not in the arcade i think i played it on atari or something mm. yeah so great so simple you're just a little guy a spy, if you will, and there's a lot of bad guys coming out, and you have to go up and down the elevator to avoid them or take out all the bad guys. It was fantastic. Just simple nice. premise. Nice. Stuff at BS that you would find on your phone nowadays. 
Yeah, way better on your phone, too, actually. <laughs> but on your phone, you have to give an extra dollar so you can get a pink elevator. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number 10, I try to like do different types of games. And this is a gun game. This is the only one I have on my list. And it's uh, called Point Blank. Oh, I love that game. Yeah, like they had it at, at my... Uh, Almost made my list, yeah. At my college, and they, we had a small arcade at a, on campus, and I'd go there to kill time, and that was one game they had. And usually gun games cost more money, and this is one that was not that much more, so I'd play it, and yeah, I just played it a lot during like my freshman and, or sophomore and junior year, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, the hardest dang one was that simple leaf would just drop from the top, oh, swaying was, back and forth, yeah, one bullet. Yeah, that was tough. <laughs> but uh, as much as different mini yeah. shooting games... Shoot ducks, shoot plates, shoot leaves. Shoot apples off that guy's head. Yeah. <laughs> so. That game was so much fun. Yeah, I remember playing... That's one that I played at the Starcade a lot. Whenever we'd, we'd have to wait for somebody to get there at Disneyland. Because back then, back in my day, kids, annual passes only cost $99. So that was my birthday slash Christmas present <laughs> for the year. And, and they also had like a nightclub but it was kind of family friendly but a bunch of teenagers just took it over and uh yeah that's where we would go on friday saturday nights and while waiting for people yeah i shot up the point blank i remember when i was working there and i ran into you a couple times (laughs) yeah selling balloons happy as ever i never told you this but i dressed up as an ewok once and i took all your light (laughs) my licorice not light sticks oh sorry you don't even know you can't even fake the story right Nice. That was also the first game where I tried to pull, you know, the the stupid cliche, like, uh, oh, w- when you're with a girl and you're like, oh, if you want to aim, you gotta go and you go behind her and try to grab her arms <laughs> to get closer. I, <laughs> I was starting to do that, and she's like, now you're actually trying to teach me how to play the game. You're not gonna do that stupid arm thing around me, right? I'm like, no, of course not. Come, come on. She elbowed you in the junk. <laughs> She missed because it's so small. <laughs> okay then. All right, uh, Scott's. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of that, uh, Scott's number ten is Rampage. You know, oh covering yeah, up, covering up the tiny junk. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was a great game. Actually, over at uh, we just did that for Excite Tikes. Me and the boys recorded it. Oh, nice. Yeah, on the because it was on the NES, but you could only pick. Uh, Lizzie and George. Yeah, that's a lot of even arcade sometimes only had it down to two, depending on the size of the box, I guess. Oh, really? Huh. I, I remember that on a couple things, just like like the those other. Well, I'll get into those because I think we have some of those on our list. But um, yeah, Rampage was always fun. It was a quarter quarter uh, eater, mm-hmm. so I'd, I'd only play like one or two levels, and then. I don't know. I just had this in me to not just keep dumping quarters into the same game. I play it once. I continued maybe twice. That was about it. Yeah, if I was on a roll. Yeah. Have you All have right. you seen the movie yet? I have not. It's a it's a solid monster movie, and it has enough like Easter eggs and nods to the video game that make it like really satisfying. It's it's really cool. All right, I'll get to it one of these days. Yeah. Right, no, r- no rush. My number nine is another gun game. One of the first ones I ever played, and I was fascinated by it. And it was called Crossbow. Never heard of that one. It was literally just a, a crossbow, but the cabinet was weird. It was a TV, but it was like a little bit longer. Like the cabinet was a little bit long, so you get you wouldn't get depth of field, but um, you'd feel like it was a little bit farther off. So you'd really have to aim. And, uh, yeah, you'd have just slow-moving characters. You'd have to protect, like, a knight, a wizard, uh, another lady from... They they were crossing the road, and you would have to shoot, like, the bad guys that were trying to get them. Okay. Stupid wizard. He'd always get eaten. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbass wizard. Yeah. Make it dodge. Right. You're making me do all the work. Well, that's like those games. Like, what was that cop game? Was uh, it good? Something Impact? Yeah. 
Lawful, lethal enforcers. Lethal enforcers. We're like, yeah, you're shooting the criminals, but every once in a while, some girl would go up and go, help me! (laughs) God damn it, bitch, get down! (laughs) I know that was part of the game, but still, I was like, Jesus, who are these people? Just be getting shot. Just like those uh, training pop-up lady with a baby uh, in the middle of a shootout. Yeah. All right. uh, My number nine is... uh, as a type of game, uh, which there are a lot of these, but I went with the X-Men version. And this is the, you know, the whole four controllers, just another quarter eater, running around picking one of four characters, punching, slicing, and dicing your way. Mm-hmm. And of all of those, X-Men was my favorite. And I think it was just, this was... <laughs> Summer school between freshman and sophomore year, I was with taking Mark Harvey. Dry- I was taking driver's ed to summer school. I made a couple friends there, and we would just, every day, just race hell at the Chuck E. Cheese. And Oh, God. All right, kids, here's a little trick. Don't tell anyone you heard it on Han's shop for a podcast. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if you go are... back in time to the early <laughs> yeah, yeah. 90s. <laughs> well, I don't even know if it's still a thing, so we can report back. You know, you have your you put your quarter in, and if it doesn't work or you want your money back, you hit the red button, and it comes down, and you get your coin, and there's that little door there. If that door, little swinging door, is not there, you can put put a pinky or a penny on your finger and flick it up into the machine, and it hits the trigger, and you get uh, a free game. And I learned this from these, from these friends, and if you did it right, the penny would go up and then fall right back down in your finger, and you just keep, you know... Fiddle it in there, and you can get game after game after game after game. And it always laughed. You'd be, and in those games, whenever you get in sort of quarter, it would say the player's name. And so you'd be sitting there, and you'd be like, Wolverine, Wolverine, Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler, Wolverine, Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler. So there you go. There's my little hood rat story. Uh, nobody was Dazzler. <laughs> nobody was. <laughs> yeah, well, was... if you played four players, didn't somebody have to be Dazzler? No, right? Because there was Storm. Wolverine, Colossus, Nightcrawler. Oh Isn't yeah, there Cyclops, Cyclops, too? and Dazzler. Yeah, so you you didn't have to be the lame ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, I mean, it's typical one of those games. They're all just skinned differently. But I had fun with X Men ones specifically for that for that su- the summer of ninety two. I don't know what, what year it was, but mm-hmm. I'm old. Uh, at the five and dime. <laughs> yeah, we got a good humor bar afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, God, I lost Scott's. Scott's is... Um, number nine is The Avengers. That game that was a, awesome. That's a game? Yeah, it was one of those beat-em-ups where uh, it had... I think I only ever saw the two-stick version. I don't know if there was a four one. But yeah, you would just pick an Avenger and you'd go rampaging around the city, quote-unquote, defending everybody. Fucking and, shocker uh, that uh, he had this on his list. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Yeah, the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he was Tom Hiddleston's Loki. You know what? I don't know if he ever appeared in that game. <laughs> he probably didn't. Mm. All right, nice one, Scott. We're on the same page. I just chose the X-Men. You chose the Avengers. All right, uh, Alex, your number eight. My number eight is a Capcom game from... The same era, but this one just blew my mind because I'd never played anything like it. From all the beat-em-ups or, or everything else, this was kind of like um, a beat-em-up, but also like a platformer. But not really, it was more of a shooter, and it was called Magic Sword. I've never heard of this one either. It was fantastic. You just start out as, you know, regular dude, and your sword would shoot lasers, kind of like Link. And then you would pick up power-ups, and your sword would get stronger, and then you would pick up keys... And as you go along, you'd find people that were imprisoned, and you'd free them from their prison, and then they would join you on your quest, and you'd get additional power-ups when they were walking with you. Like, they would shoot knives at the same time you were shooting a sword, or they would shoot bombs, stuff like that. It was fantastic. It was so much fun, and you would climb the tower to go to different levels. I didn't beat this in the arcade, because, of course, I, I think I only beat a handful of games in the arcade. But the Super Nintendo version actually did beat, and at the very end, you had a choice of fighting, uh, after you defeated the last boss, of either destroying the evil orb or taking it so you would become the new master. It was great. 
little moral <laughs> dilemma there at the end. <laughs> All right. Um, Sorry, I just thinking, is Chuck E. Cheese a national thing? People even know what I'm talking about when I say Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah, I don't know. Mm. And it's a shitty pizza joint with the with the rat as their mascot. I don't but know they have beer. Do they? Yeah. Because uh. they know. <laughs> they had. They must have. Remember the Simpsons made fun of it, didn't they? Like it's a like an animatronic band yeah, well, play. And... <laughs> Wally Weasels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the Simpsons. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number eight is Tron. Nice. Uh, I love that game. It was Possibly. I was not very good at it. Um, and <laughs> I don't think anybody was. <laughs> I know there's like there's Tron and there's Discs of Tron and I don't know there's two different games, right? I played a cabinet that had different games, but it was all played on one joystick. Right. And I so think you... that's the one that I liked. There was like four different mini games and you had to choose and one was you're riding the light bike and then the other one mm-hmm. you're I don't forget. Yeah, throw, for... Throwing the the highlight discs. See, I thought that was Distatron. But anyway, oh, uh, it was just cool. And the, and the arcade, the cabinet itself looked badass. I know, as Tron that was, does. The fucking best cabinet looking cabinet ever. Yeah, and the joystick like, it was like a fluorescent blue or whatever. And uh, yeah, I just remember it's Tron. I, I think I've mentioned this before. I don't never really like Tron the show, but I, I have to admit it always looked cool. And so the video game looked cool, and, mm-hmm. and maybe you got sucked into it, and you got to be in the game. No, but yeah, it didn't happen. <laughs> didn't happen. Uh, well, maybe we're in the game right now. We don't even know. No. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Um. But yeah, I can't. I can't remember the mini games. I just remember the the motorcycle one being awesome. Wasn't there a tank one? I was just gonna say there was the tank one. And it's not with the tunnel. Like you're you're at the like shoot the. Mother brain, I don't know what the. Fuck oh yeah, you have to throw the disc uh, at the master control. Yeah. Anyway, really cool game, and that is my number eight. Uh, Alex's number eight is Smash TV. No, it isn't. Mine was Magic Sword. Sorry, Scott's is <laughs> Smash TV. Oh, the first twin stick shooter that I ever played. Probably the no, I played Maximum Carnage also, but yeah, that game is amazing. Big prizes. I forgot what it used to say. Big buddy. Big yeah. prizes. <laughs> that was a fun game. Another quarter eater, but that was fun. Based off of, I don't know, I've got to do some research to see what came first, that or Running Man. <laughs> I know, it's, so, it's the exact same thing. But yeah. Just dudes dressed up as American, American gladiators, except they're shooting the shit out of everything, and it's so gory. You like eyeballs and cash and... VCRs, gold, VCRs. gold bars. There, ladies, wasn't there like, ladies? Yeah, I was say, wasn't there cutscenes where the host would have like uh, like two ladies on each arm and he would raise his eyebrows? Eh? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you explode a boss's arms start flying off and everything, eyeballs pop out. It was fantastic. Yeah. So uh, a while back, I built a, a Mame arcade cabinet. Uh, which I think you guys people know what that is right now, um, but you know you can only have so many controls, and I had put four control, you know, four joysticks on there so you can play like X Men and Ninja Turtles, and then the two middle ones had extra buttons so you can play Street Fighter. I had a trackball and I had a spinner, but I did not have those type of joysticks that you needed for that game. The ones that you could turn. Oh yeah, fuck! I forgot you could turn like you actually yeah. rotate the. The sticks. Yeah, Shit. you move. You moved in all directions, but then you turned. That's how you aimed your gun. Uh, I think Arcari oh. Warriors was like that too. I believe. Yes, that one. Yeah, but wasn't there another version of that one where it just had two joysticks and one you would aim your gun and the other one you would move around? I think you're thinking of my cabinet because that's how I that's how I configured it. But no, yeah, I think I remember playing it that way. Okay, and like at an arcade. Okay, I never played that way. I. Thought I played with that. What I'm talking about that controller. Yeah, with the, I do remember there were cabinets like that where you could yeah. where you could spin the joystick. Yeah. So, anyway, cool game, nice selection, Scott. Mm-hmm. Alex, what's your number seven? My number seven is another Capcom classic, Final Fight. 
damn, I sunk so much money into that game, and I never beat it at the arcade. So cool. My first, I think that was the first brawler that I ever played. You can pick three, three guys. I mean, the mayor is a professional wrestler, for Pete's sake. That was amazing. Well, it predicted the Hogan? future. Hagar. Hagar. Predicted the future. I mean, kind of. Yeah. Wrestlers became governors. <laughs> I just remember that the rare, rare, the, the noises they would make. Like, I forgot who I played. I think I played the guy in the white shirt. Oh, Cody. Cody. Yeah, because you could, you could, like, button mash his fists and it'd be a blur. <laughs> wham, 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 wham. I like, I wanted the, was it the train level where you can jump up and grab the, the handles and do kicks and stuff? Oh, yeah. I think that was yeah. that one. I think that's that game. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. Oh, that, that game over screen was... I mean, it wasn't the most brutal game over screen ever. That goes to... Uh, well, I'll mention it in my honorable mentions. But that one, it's like your character, and there's a... Tied to a chair, and there's a like a bundle of dynamite strapped <laughs> to his chest. That's right. And it's like, if you don't put a quarter in, your guy is dead. <laughs> yeah. Isn't he like trying to blow out the, the fuse too yeah. or something? <laughs> it's brutal. Uh, is that the game where you fight the big fat wrestler? Mm, probably. And he, like, and he like farts on you and stuff. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, okay. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, I don't That's know if I got that far. <laughs> I got that pretty far in that one because that was at the round table that we went to every Friday when I was a kid. So those few games that they had there, I got pretty good at. All right. Uh, around to my number seven. And that would be this is old school classic Joust. Oh, nice. So this game, if you guys have ever played it, you're riding the little ostriches. Ostriches or emus or I don't know what the fuck they are. Some space birds. Yeah, and, space birds. <laughs> and, you have, and you have a Joust. You have a... Whatever you, what would you, what do you call a jousting stick? Well, a lance. There you go. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. You got a lance, and you fly, and you have to get the other guys. And if you hit them on like a, at least a little bit above them, bam, you kill them, and they drop an egg, and you have to collect the egg, or the egg will hatch, and they'll come back again, and you have to keep doing that, and it's, it gets hard, and then the land starts disappearing, and all the other fun stuff. So, it's fun. When I had my arcade cabinet, that was the one I probably played top three. Yeah, and I think it's just the imagination. That's one of the ones too. The graphics are so bad, but like the artwork on the machine was so cool. And I've always like, yeah, yeah man, riding giant birds <laughs> with lances. Mm-hmm. So, all right, my number seven is Joust. Scott's number seven is Centipede, another classic. I actually just played this the other day at the barcade I went to. It's hard. That game yeah. is bullshit. I can only get to level three. Yeah. I, was, I don't know if I ever struggle. got past level three. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid little spider. They throw that little gotcha in there. And... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. the centipede pieces you kill turn into mushrooms. Yeah. It was ass. always cool when you got it in the right mode where it would just keep coming straight down at you, but you had it funneled in, so just every single shot you yeah. were getting, 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 Yeah, that was always great. Uh, when the scorpion or whatever would go by the screen with the different music. Yep. Nice call, Scott. All right, mm-hmm. Alex, number six. My number six, it's a little side-scrolling shooter with... Like still some of the great best animation I've ever seen in a video game, Metal Slug. <laughs> great animation, great voice work, great humor all around. It was just fantastic. This is so much life, and even when you just got into a tank, it looked like it was living and breathing. Oh, so cool! And all the voice work, forget about it. Whenever you pick up a pick up a new power up, heavy machine gun, <laughs> rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's fantastic. You're saving the, uh, the tied-up POWs. Thank you. They give you more more bullets. Great boss design in that game. Jeebus H. Everything yeah. was, uh, like, gigantic. Yeah. Another quarter eater, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. 
that one, yeah. You just wanted to see what was next. What other bad guys are going to be? And even if you just had your handgun and you were running around, like, without any power-ups, you got close enough to another enemy combatant, and you just, you take out a knife out of nowhere and just stab him. Blood flying everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. I remember when I, I had that on the arcade cabinet here. We played that a lot, especially because there's, you know, no money involved. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's fun. All right, uh, my number six, this is my only driving uh, game. And this is not your classic, like, uh, first-person driving game. This is uh, I, uh, Ivan Iron Man Stewart Off-Road. <laughs> so this is where you... Son of a bitch, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. You have kind of the top-down view of the racetrack, and you're just driving your little truck, and, ah, oh, it was so cool. There was also Super Sprint, or Sprint was another game like this, where... The console had like three, two or three uh, steering wheels, and you're just driving on the screen. And just something about like tugging that wheel, just like throwing it really quick, and then just catching it when you know you made that turn. I just was, it was so fun hitting the jumps. That's why I like the uh, off road one better than sprint. Um, A lot of fun. And and that one I played a lot as a kid. That one might have been at the movie theaters. I remember playing against Cynodome, I think. Mm -hmm. I think so too. Oh, but yeah, Ivan Iron Man, <laughs> Iron Man, Ivan Stewart off road. All right, uh, Alec or Stella, Scott's number six is Hydro Thunder. Hello, that game is great. Never heard of it. It was it's a boat racing game, but it's so ludicrous and over the top, and it's so much fun. the The point of that one is to keep as much boost as possible, so that you never let off of it throughout the laps. So you start boosting, and then there's sections, there's other, like, stuff that can refill your boost meter floating around, and you just um, get the lay of the land and know where your court, where you want to go in the course so you can pick up the boost again so that you keep keep moving. But, of course, the other boats can also pick up the boost, so you might miss it. And there are, like, crazy shortcuts, like secret entrances that not everybody might have known as shortcuts to the course it was it's amazing it's a great game all right sounds interesting what's your number five alex my number five isn't the first one of the game because that was awesome i and i thought both of you guys would have this on your list so i chose the second one which really blew my mind with like the improvements and that's teenage mutant ninja turtles turtles in time and that one was another four-stick giant arcade machine that had the dual screens to make it like even more panoramic. And they they upped the graphics, they upped the uh, animation on all the characters, all the power-ups. Uh, they didn't just do like the same turtle sprite and add like different weapons and everything. All the turtles had like their own personality and their their own little animations. They really just upgraded everything from the ground up. Plus, you got to go back in time. Yeah, this is where I'm Scott. Oh, fuck. I forgot to add this to my list. Yeah. <laughs> well, he forgot to add the first one. Oh, he wanted the first one? Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. That is also a fantastic game. I don't remember the difference between the two, but I played both of them. I liked them both a lot. They were, like I said, I had memories of stealing x-men yeah. but but turtles were probably was probably the better one of of those types of games but yeah that's the one where the turtles went my toes my toes yeah pizza time mm-hmm. my toes my toes <laughs> all right uh my number five is boom shakalaka nba oh, jam damn that's good <laughs> i played that mostly on console so i forgot that was an arcade game first yeah, that's. I definitely played it in the arcade more. I think I played it on the D- Nintendo or whatever, and it was not nearly as good. So I love the arcade. It was such a lively, bright machine, and this is also back in the day when I was really into basketball. And the only horseshit was is Michael Jordan wasn't on there, which are crap. Um, <laughs> yeah, P- pick your pick your poison. Back then, I think I forgot who the good teams were. Like you could be the Suns, and you could be like Charles Barkley, and I think Barkley and Bill Clinton were the best combo. Bill Clinton. <laughs> you don't remember that? You can unlock like ridiculous characters. I do, but he, he was one of them? Yeah. Oh, shit. 
I do kind of remember that, but I didn't know it was Bill Clinton was an option. <laughs> yeah, old Slick Willie. <laughs> uh, yeah, just and then just the graphics. You know, that was one of those first digitized games where the graphics, you know, looked amazing. <laughs> I'm sure that's laughable now, but uh, yeah, it was really fun. And you know, just over the top basketball, just nothing but alley oops and dunks and rejections yeah, and everything. Two. It was nuts. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's my number five. Scott's number five is House of the Dead. Also a great shooter. Yeah, this is my honorable mention. I had to kick this off for point blank. But House of the Dead was a very good game. I don't know if I like I played two or one more, but I agree with Scott. This is a good one. Nice horror aspect. With each sequel, you upgraded your guns, too. Because the first one, you had handguns. I think the first two, you had handguns. Number three, you had a shotgun. And then in the fourth one, you had an Uzi. Hmm. You kept upgrading your arsenal. I remember it came out for the Sega Dreamcast, I believe, which I had. It's the only Sega system I ever had, and I got the gun for that. But oh, it was, yeah, yeah. It's still not the same. It's never the same. But you have to shoot the axes before they got to you. Yeah. That game was fun. <laughs> help! But, uh... Help! <laughs> yeah. All right. What's your number four? My number four is X-Men. Okay. Starcade over at the Cynodome every time without fail. Colossus number one. <laughs> the big, it was amazing. I think that was the first game that had the the uh, the two TV screens that were put together, so they'd be a huge like panoramic. Imagine like your HD TV now, but like shave off like four inches from the top and bottom, so it's like super skinny, very panoramic across. Ah, that was X-Men. The cabinet. It was amazing. It was gigantic. Yeah. Wasn't Colossus and he go... (laughs) Yeah, whenever he used his power. (laughs) Rex of shit. Alright, my number four, and I'm assuming this is going to be on all of our lists. uh, Street Fighter 2. Specifically, Turbo Hyper Fighting Edition. Um... I love playing this game, but I was never any good at it, so it's, that's why it falls to number four for me. All my friends were so good at this game, and I just would be... I had fun, and I could do the moves, but I would just get worked if I played anybody else. Like, if I play the computer, I can get pretty far, but if I played anybody else, you know, the one kid, put little kid, 12 years old, comes up, puts his quarter next to you, and you're like, fuck. Yeah, you're dead. Die. I'm dead. <laughs> um, I remember going to the donut shop near my house, uh... With my friend Brian, and he he would basically he play for he put one quarter in and he can just play through the entire thing. Right. So I'm like, "What suck? I'm sucks. I'm bored." So he just basically I got to play the second round. So he would <laughs> he would win the first round, and I I may or may not win the second round. And if I didn't, then he would win the third round. That was kind of what we did for the longest time. That's pretty good. Yeah. And then uh, what's funny is not too long ago, I was uh, hanging out with him and one of his buddies, who I don't really know very well, and he mentioned something about Street Fighter, and I was like, oh yeah, Brian over here is really good at it. And he's like, he is, is he? (laughs) And all of a sudden, they started talking smack on each other. He's like, there's no way you would have beat me, blah, blah, blah. Next thing I know, like a week later, I get a call from Brian, he's like, hey, we're setting up a contest, and he wants you to be there so you can see... wants you to see me humiliate him so this huge thing just happened like within a year and they were playing each other and this sounds like Seinfeld the big race (laughs) yeah Uh, the only thing that sucked is that our cabinet the the joysticks were so bad that I think if you were on the right side you had a distinct advantage because it was broken down or whatever but it was still funny and everyone gathered around because they didn't play each other at first everyone was just kind of doing their own thing and then finally when they started playing yeah the crowd grew yeah so street fighter and i I picked turbo hyper fighting because i just it was faster but not too fast and then later on to me there was too many characters and just got a little too ridiculous so this was kind of the nice in between yeah it went from championship yeah it went from what was it six or eight i think it was eight eight at first and then (laughs) later you can unlock the bosses 
And then after that, you got the new challengers. Yeah. And now you see the rosters in fighting games. Jeebus H. <laughs> yeah. And they're fun. Like, when I had my cabinet, I remember I had, like, Marvel versus Capcom or something like that. Which, oh, maybe I'm stealing somebody's list. But, like, nah. it was fun. But there was too many. But it was fun to play Spider-Man and Wolverine and stuff. But it was just too many. Um, anyway, I'm feeling you may have more about Say This later so I can save it. or save uh, No, because no. I figured both of you guys would have it on there. So I have an honorable mention of a different Street Fighter. Okay, I'm looking at Scott's. He does have it soon. So yeah. All right, we'll go real quick. So then, um, do you remember the like the hacked versions of Street Fighter? So before that's there what was... I was going to talk about. <laughs> okay. Well, we can talk about it now. So before yeah. there was Turbo Hyper Fighting, they had you'd go into the and in my experience, we like the mom and pop, like, and it was always the Asian owned stores out here, and then somehow hacked. I don't know what they were doing to it. They were putting a game genie in there or something, and. Uh, <laughs> All of a sudden, the characters are going super fast or super slow, and you can throw like a hundred fireballs on the screen because they moved super slow, and uh, you can uppercut until you're out of the screen. You can just keep doing them, and you can do stuff in the air and, and scroll up and come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I honestly think that's what led to hyper fighting because this must have been a global thing. Like it probably, and so they found out that people like this. Like, okay, well, we got to put it under some. You know, limitations on it so they made it faster they made it so you could do like stuff in the air i believe um anyway yeah i just thought oh, those were yeah. cool i think a hacked hacked version that became really popular was one that had air blocking okay i, I think remember. that's how that i think that's how that became a thing yeah well i know like the one like if you're i always played i guess we talked about who we played i always played uh Ken or Ryu, sometimes Blanca, because that's what Brian can't like to play. Or sorry, I lose his last name. Too bad. BK. Um, <laughs> uh, he played Blanca, so I played him too. But you know the kick, the kick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could do that in the air, I believe, in hyper fighting. You couldn't do that in the, oh, air yeah. in the other games. Yep. Um, yeah, the only thing that the newer versions had, which was kind of cool, was like the supers. Where you could charge up your super and then unload on it. Yeah, I forget which version started doing that. Was it hyper fighting? It wasn't hyper fighting, so I think it was like Street Fighter three, but I'm not. No, the new challengers definitely had it. It might have been the new challengers then that had the super moves. Okay. Well, I don't know, but those are kind of cool. But I always got destroyed by them, so whatever. They were tough to pull off, especially Zangiev's. This was insane. You had to do two 360 turns. Yeah, I couldn't even do one, so... <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you had to do two. Uh, especially on Nintendo. When you had to do that on the Nintendo... Oh, oh that uh, was easier for me. If you put your th- your shirt over your thumb, and that that would make it slide easier over the D-pad so you could do stuff. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that trick. Yeah. Yeah, my, ex- right. my experience with hacked versions was all for Mexico. And every arcade had all the Street Fighters, but they were all hacked. And some of them did certain things. Some of them, Ryu would do his his Dragon Punch, the Shoryuken, and it would do like a a rising waterfall of just fireballs whenever he'd go up. <laughs> so there'd be walls of fireballs just coming at each other if it was Ken and Ryu. Another one, you'd push the player one button while you were playing, and it would switch your character to somebody else. You could huh. cy- like cycle through and really psych out opponents like that. And like you said, another one was like having super slow fireballs. Uh, yeah, I, you could I, just load up the screen with fireballs. Yeah, I distinctly remember doing that with Guile, actually. Do a super slow fireball, and then that would get to your enemy at the same time that you were able to punch him. And if you got it just right and hit it both simultaneously, then they would be dizzy, and then you could keep doing that over and over again. Huh. It was fucked up. Wasn't there one of those hacks, too, where you did, if you did the uppercut, it would, like, not only just go straight up, but it would go, like, five feet across the screen? <laughs> it <was> like, <laughs> yeah. I thought I remember, I thought I remember that <laughs> I being I think I one saw that too. one, too. Uh, now, on a legit version, like version one, were you able ever able to pull off the handcuff glyph? Uh, glitch I, I was never able to but uh yeah brian was i saw that done once 
and it kind of like the guy even when the timer went to zero nothing happened so they actually had to reset the whole the machine because the guy did it he admired his work and then he just walked out of the arcade because <laughs> he knew he's like what the, the other guy's like what the fuck i was like and i had only read about this i'm like oh shit he did the head goes oh shit yeah, I remember people. I forgot about this until you just mentioned it. That was a big ordeal. People were talking about the handcuffs. Yeah, it was crazy. Nice. All right. Uh, well, Scott's number four is Raston. But... <laughs> oh, fuck. I love Raston. <laughs> yeah. Which is basically Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> yeah, he's slow moving. The characters were big on the screen too. It was it was uh, a sight to behold. Yeah, he had a giant sword. All, yeah, all the veins in those and that guy. <laughs> um, but he maybe replaced us with turtles. I think that's what he said. But whatever. Since we already talked about <laughs> turtles, we're we're keeping his Rastan. Yeah, on we're here. keeping Rastan on there. They made a second one of that, and I had no idea. <laughs> Rastan, Rastan too. It just looked really cool, like you said, and just a side scroller guy looking like Conan with his giant sword swinging at shit. They they actually made a spiritual successor to Rastan, which is more of a Viking thing uh, themed game called Vol Volgar, and you can get it now on uh, Xbox and I think maybe PSN store also. I think it's hmm. digi- digital only. Uh, but yeah, it controls like very similarly, but you have a, a couple new like abilities and stuff. It's pretty cool. Nice. All right. Well, what's your number three? My number three. Uh, the Simpsons. <laughs> that might. I think that's the first arcade game I ever actually beat. Like I would play it all the way through. Oh, awesome. I love The Simpsons already, and then they made this perfect beat-em-up side-scrolling game. Because I was already in love with, you know, Turtles and Final Fight and all that stuff. And then they made a Simpsons version. It's amazing. All the levels. They were so creative the way they did all the levels. Yeah, if I remember, I think the game looked good, but I did not enjoy playing it. Because I think at that point I was, okay, I played Turtles, I played X-Men, I played whatever... I know it's just the same, so I stopped getting my money, but I like watching people play it, because it was creative, right? Like Marge swinging a vacuum, and yeah, yeah. Bart on a skateboard, or whatever, Like and Lisa in her sacks. I just I thought yeah, it was Lisa cool. Lisa had a jump rope. Jump rope. I thought she had a, maybe it was a power-up or something. Anyway, just all that stuff I thought was cool, but I just didn't play it that much. Oh, it was amazing. Plus, I'd never seen this before, but if you got two characters together... Like, and you push the buttons at the same time or something, you do, like, a combo attack. Like, Bart yeah. and Lisa would hold hands, or uh, uh, Lisa and Homer, or Bart and Homer, and he would whip them out, <laughs> like, carrying them on their shoulders. It was fantastic. All the love going through Springfield was amazing, fighting that giant wrestler, and uh, that was his shorts would fall down whenever he'd pose, and that's when you get him. <laughs> Who who was the bad guys in this? Mr. Burns? What was it? Yeah. Mr. Smithers, for some reason, was stealing a diamond out of a shop. And then when he bumped into Homer, the diamond and Maggie's pacifier flew up into the air. And the and the diamond fell into Maggie's mouth. So Smithers stole or kidnapped Maggie because she had the diamond. He couldn't have taken uh, the diamond out of her mouth and ran. He just took Maggie. Uh, Mr. Burns? <laughs> But yeah, going through the forest, my favorite level is the the Dreamland one. It was f- fantastic. It was so surreal. And all the bonus mini games where after the Dreamland episode, you'd have to like have a giant hand slapping your character's face to wake him up. Going through Moe's Bar. Uh, and ending with Mr. Burns in a giant mechanical suit. It's awesome. All right, speaking of Simpsons games, do you remember the shitty one on Nintendo? You mean all of the other Nintendo uh Simpsons games? I just remember the Bart the Bart one where the like Bart versus it, the Space Mutants. Yes. Oh my god. He had to hide everything that was purple, I think. Yeah, the spray paint. Yeah, that game was impossible. Yeah, that game was trash. 
Uh, Bart's Nightmare looked better, but it was just as impossible. I had that on Super Nintendo, and it was she. That was it was a nightmare to try and get through it. It's fucking awful. Oh, I just remember one of my friends had it, and we had like a sleepover, and it's gonna be great. We're gonna play this all night. I think we played for so many hours, and we barely got past the first level. And finally, it was like whatever. Let's play Contra <laughs> or something. Like yeah, it's something fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, ugh, like, it's challenging and then there's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And that's what that was. Yeah, there really wasn't a really good Simpsons console game until Simpsons Hit and Run. That game was amazing. Huh. I played the shit out of that game. Alright, well, my number three is I'm cheating here because. Uh oh. Fuck it. It's a pinball game. Pinbot. Because I doubt we're going to do our favorite pinball games. So, Adam's Family Pinball. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> uh, so, same uh, friend I mentioned before, Brian. Uh, we would go to uh, the seedy, terrible pool hall on the way home from school. We'd go in there because they had Street Fighter, <laughs> Turbo. They had Mortal Kombat, one or two, I don't remember. And that's why we went there. But we discovered Adam's Family Pinball. And we loved it. And we would play it all the time it's i can't describe it but i've looked online and it's just very common people love this one um you know you have to get the ball to uh thing and you get your multi-ball you'd have greed and all they had have one of those magnets in the center of the screen so when you got to the super mode the the ball be coming towards you all of a sudden it would go to the left and go to the right and, oh that's nuts um and the voice actor, you know, you had... And this is based off of the movie at the time, right? So it was the newer cast. But you would have, you know... Good, well-played thing, really on the ball. And Gomez. I just... Oh, it's not plugged in yet, Christopher Lloyd. It was just... Oh, if, if I ever have enough room in my house someday, I'm going to buy find it and buy this game. Pinball. I love it. Um, I was never good at it. I got... It was the best pinball machine I was ever good at. But I still... I don't, I don't have the skills to be really good at pinball, apparently. But I enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, well, technically not a video game. It wasn't all the arcades, so therefore I'm including it. Yeah, arcade game. Counts. All right. Um, so on to Scott's number three, and that's Street Fighter Two. He doesn't say which version. Um, but we'll just say it was uh, Championship Edition to be different. I don't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we already talked about it. No, so, I think he meant uh, Street Fighter EX. There you go. That's the 3D one. I think that was his favorite. <laughs> Do you, hey, here's something. Do you ever play the original Street Fighter? Yes, I actually did. That was over at the Cinedome for a little bit. Really? Yeah. There it was. <laughs> okay, I mean, was there it, any, was how much different was it? Because I. Remember there being a Street Fighter game up in the Big Bear Arcade that I went to? And you had to, like, they had punching pads. It's yeah, actually... oh, you played the, the real original one. Yeah, that's the one I remember, but it's it's different. Than, I don't think it's related. It says Street Fighter, but it might not be. I don't know. No, that was the one. The, the very first one did have big buttons that you would push down, and depending on how hard you pressed, that's how hard you punched or kicked. Yeah. I remember like people were actually punching them. There was like big padded buttons, yeah, and you would punch them and Yeah. Now I played like the other version that had the same characters and controls, but it was just with uh uh whatchamacallit with the joystick and buttons. Okay. And you just had your punch and kick. It wasn't anything fancy. And yeah, you could do fireballs, but the controls were uh sluggish and it was it was a bit weird. Um yeah, definitely not as responsive as Street Fighter Two was a like a gigantic improvement. Yeah. But it's still, you know, it's cool to play that and see where every, you know Street Fighter Two came from, like the evolution of games. Mm-hmm. Is Street Fighter Two the best like sequel of all time, like way better than its predecessor, or is it Super Mario Brothers? I don't know what would be. <laughs> Yeah, I get well for arcade games. I think it, it would have to be Street Fighter Two. I, I honestly believe because yeah, because I heard of Street Fighter Two like before Street Fighter One, and I think by that time it's like oh, I think Street Fighter One was just a myth. 
Yeah. And some games, like Mortal Kombat 2, is definitely better than Mortal Kombat 1, but Mortal Kombat 1 wasn't that bad. It's it's better, but not that big of a difference, yeah. right? Where... Plus, yeah, Mortal Kombat was huge. Yeah. But yeah, Street Fighter didn't set the world on fire, but it was an interesting premise, and you know somebody saw something in there, and it's like, you know what, let's take this formula and improve it. And they made one of the biggest gaming franchises that's still going on today. Yeah, and a whole like genre of game to begin with, right? Because then you did get Mortal Kombat and mm-hmm. all those uh, Neo Geo games and World crap. Heroes and uh, yeah. Time Killers and uh, Samurai Showdown. Oh, Samurai Showdown is great. That was that yeah. was a good one. Clay Fighter. <laughs> Fucking Clay Fighter. Killer Instinct. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of them. All right, uh, that was well, Scott's number three. So we're on to your number two. My number two, and I believe this was the first arcade game I ever played. It's the first one I ever remember playing at Galaga. Top-down nice. shooter. You can't... I mean, it's it's simple, It's but there's nuances to the game that, you know, you had to learn on your own. Uh like, you see the aliens, it was kind of like Space Invaders, but a bit more advanced, and the aliens actually flew in at you and started shooting stuff at you that didn't just move across mm-hmm. and down by one, by one pixel. <laughs> uh, but I was I was amazed. Like, my jaw dropped the first time that one of my spaceships got kidnapped, first of all, and then when I managed to not blow up my own ship for once <laughs> and shot the alien instead... And my ship came down and I became double spaceships. Oh, that was a game changer. That's awesome. So That's still good. my favorite thing to do. And it's always tricky. Like, God damn it. Don't let me shoot my own plane or mm-hmm. whatever. Oh, it's so fun. What about uh, the bonus stage? Challenging stage. Yeah, those are cool. You just have to you have to pick your spot just right, and then button yep. mash, and hopefully you would get both rows of aliens. Yeah, nice. You have to get it at the nexus <laughs> where they were crossing paths, and that's where you shoot. There you go. All right, uh, my number two um, had to be on my list somewhere is Star Wars, the original vector-based green line astro shooting game. I can still play this game all day long. Uh, asterisks. <laughs> that's what they look like. <laughs> yeah, they're asterisks just flying at you. You have to shoot yeah. them down or else they'll get you. So yeah, you're, you're flying the X-Wing and you're on you know the assault on the Death Star. And at first you're just kind of in space and the TIE fighters are flying by and they're shooting asterisks at you. And you got to shoot the asterisks before they get you. And hopefully you shoot down some TIE fighters. And then you go into the uh, Death Star Trench and... Shoot the guns on the side, avoiding the things, and then you have to... You, that little voice, I, for that game being that old, you know, Yahoo, you're all clear, kid. Oh, it was the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. That, <laughs> and that, awesome. That joystick, the way it was like multiple analog levers, I don't know. It yeah, badass. it was like a piloting. It's pretty much like a piloting uh, thing. Not a stick, because yeah. you had two of them at either side, and it was a big box in the middle. And you would yeah. twist the whole thing like a steering wheel, but you could also move up and down with the joysticks on the side. Exactly. Yeah, it was awesome. And then at each end of where you're holding it, you had trigger fingers. And yeah, it was really cool. There was like two levels. There were some more advanced ones, and there was like a couple more levels. <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't you pick your difficulty at first? Yeah. Before you, you started? Yeah, you... Yeah. Exactly. I always chose easy because I wanted to play longer. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> um. But yeah, I love it. And to this day, I went to an arcade not too long ago, within the year, and it was there. And of course, I played it, and still pretty good. But yeah, it gets when you get to further levels, man. There's just ashes all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just remember the sound, and just because being a big Star Wars nerd, just uh, anything to do with Star Wars was so cool. Mm-hmm. I think most of the other Star Wars games I played in the arcade were pretty bad. I know nowadays they have some decent ones, but. Like, I remember the Return of the Jedi, and some of these games were ridiculous. <laughs> With the speeder bike through the woods? Yeah, and you just crash instantly, and there goes yep. your quarter. Oh, I run into an Ewok, I'm dead. But, uh, yep. Welcome to Waterworld, the video game. Please answer 40 quarters. 
<laughs> nice. All right. Uh, uh, Scott's number two is X Men: The Arcade Game. So the one that we you had that too, right? Yeah, number four. Yeah, so, all right. So all three of us have this. He had it a little higher, just a little higher. All right, we're on number ones. Alex, which number one? My number one, and this had the most. Uh, it's a really good childhood memories for me, and it was Twin Cobra, because when I, when my dad he used to work at a pizza shop way back in the day, and they had a couple arcade games there, and one of them was Twin Cobra, and that was his favorite. So whenever he'd take a break, when I at like after school, I would go there because. You know, there was really nobody to take care of me. So I'd, you know, just hang out at the pizza parlor. And on his breaks, he would just come in and play with me for a little bit. And, and then after a while, you know, he'd have to go back to work. <laughs> so his helicopter would still be flying there solo. And I'd have to kind of try and protect it, but I really couldn't. <laughs> uh, but then after a shift was over, then we'd play like a full game. And then we'd go home. And it was, it was yeah, it's very nostalgic. I love Twin Cobra. Very good father-son bonding time. Nice. I don't... I kind of remember that one, but I, when you said that, I thought it was boats at first. So no, it's helicopters? Oh, the the boat one was on Nintendo. I know what you're talking about. Okay. But there is a Nintendo one where it's boats and you're shooting and stuff like that. But yeah, this is an arcade and Twin Cobra... Uh, yeah, it's a, a typical top-down shooter where you get power-ups and stuff, but they were pretty, I mean, pretty unique. Uh, you would have lasers that would shoot straight forward, but they were really strong. Or you would have the yellow one power up, which was the worst. It would just shoot, like, beads, like, in four directions. It's like, that doesn't do me any good. And yeah. then, of course, the best power up in any video game ever is the spread. Yeah. And that's the one you wanted. So, like I said, I don't think I ever played Twin Cobra. Or maybe I played it, but I don't remember it. But the one I played, which is exactly the same thing, it sounds like, is 1942. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. That's the one that I remember playing. We actually had it on Nintendo also, but the arcade was a lot better. Yeah, my dad and I also played... Uh... No, wait. We didn't play that one. We played Sky Shark. That okay. one we had on Nintendo. Jeez, there's that. And I think the ultimate version of Top Down Shooter is just Raiden. Did you ever play that one? God, yeah, the name sounds familiar, but I can't That's think of it right now. bananas. With all the power-ups and everything, the best one in that one wasn't the spread shot. I take it back. The best one was like the purple beam that would lock on to enemies. And you could get that beam. It started out like really skinny, but if you kept getting the power up, it would get like this super long like laser that would tether to other bad guys. And the laser would also like, even though it wasn't tethered to anything, like the in-between parts would still kill and block bullets and stuff. It was insane. What was the game where it's a side scroller and you're a ship, but you can get op- you get the upgrades too, like missile down and shoot up and laser uh, and option. Gradius. Gradius. Oh, if I would have thought about that, that would have been probably on my list. Yeah, Gradius is old school. Yeah. And R type after that, the evolution of Gradius. Yeah. All right, uh, my number one was uh, your number two, Galaga. Uh, yeah, yeah. I love that game. Um, I could still play it. And like you, you kind of said exactly the right thing. is when you can get your ship taken and then get it back, it's so satisfying. It makes the game so much easier, but you end up obviously always losing it at some point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because not... you're a bigger target. You're twice as wide. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, twice as much ammo, but you're t- twice as big. Mm-hmm. Um, so much fun playing that. And I could... When I had my arcade cabinet, I played that a lot. I can get pretty far on one quarter, but um, I lost all those skills because I played it in the arcade not too long ago, and yeah, didn't do too hot. Didn't do too hot. <laughs> I got to like the second challenging stage, and after that, I was toast. Mm-hmm. Toast. toast, toast. All right, and uh, Scott's number one is The Simpsons. So he had. Avengers, X Men, and The Simpsons, and oh, oh, Brawlers, yeah. And then he also mentioned uh, he forgot Teenage Mutant Turtles. So we had all of them on his list. Yeah, weird. Uh, 
The one that other side scroll I thought about but I didn't add was Sunset Riders. That one was fun. Oh fuck! I should have put that on my list. <laughs> Damn it! That game is so good. Yeah, because it's kind of like the last generation of those, so it had like all better technology. That's how uh, I kind of remember it. Yeah, the animations were all hilarious. The voice work. Yeah. I mean, you still remember the first boss's line: "Bury me with my money." <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's cool. All right, uh, the only honorable mention I had was House of the Dead. Uh, Scott had Golden Axe. That's another big Conan-type game. Uh, Dragon's Lair. That's Games Impossible and took all your money. (laughs) It looked great, though. And uh, Mortal Kombat and the OG Pong. Do you have any? Um... Let's see some terrible ones. Well, there was Dig Dug. I also liked Dig Dug when I was a kid. That was that was a good game. Um, Pac Man. I guess we're a generation removed from Pac Man being our favorite <laughs> games, but you know, tried and true formula. Uh, I could Kong. never get past like level two or three on that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was Donkey Kong. Yeah. Donkey Kong Junior. Was that only on console? No, that was in the arcade. Yeah. Uh, Burger Time, Tapper, all Tapper. like the really old ones, like before my time old ones. <laughs> like Chivas yeah. H. Uh, what else? What's a really awful one? Yeah, Time Killers. Like I said, that was a bad Street Fighter ripoff where you could actually cut off limbs of your enemies. <laughs> so speaking of Star, uh, Quarter Eight and Starcade. Remember that hologram game with the cowboy and the wizard? Yeah, I was just thinking about that. I forgot what it was called. Yeah. Time Cowboy. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of all I remember. Like, a lot of different shooting games. Like, Operation Wolf was Oh, fun. yeah. Yeah. Um, I think one of the Terminator games. Yeah, it's Terminator 2. Get the fuck out of the way, Sarah Connor. I'm trying to kill Terminators. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins. We played at Roundtable a lot. It was That game was impossible, though. Yep. So Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was a lot. And if it, and the one thing we I didn't include a pinball, I cheated. But if it was a real arcade, I would have to say like I would want Ski Ball would be on my list. I always love playing Ski Ball. Yeah, that's fun. In the shooting the the basketballs, I always enjoy doing that. All right, uh, it's time for Alex knows sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball. Uh, the X Games. Happened this weekend. Yeah? Did you see when that Who one won, guy... Mulder or Scully? Oh. Or well, Wolverine. One guy uh, flew up really high and then just ate it. And then that was the end of the X Games. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> but one guy, of course, one guy did eat it. Oh. Like hard. I think it was in the big air. In the big air skateboarding. For skateboarding? Oh. Yeah. It's always, like, it's cringeworthy watching these because they go, like, huge airs. Like, oh, shit. Yes, he landed it. <laughs> All right, I can breathe again. But it wasn't, like, that one year. I forget which year it was where the guy flew straight up and then it, the, his arc was off and he went back, like, towards the middle and he landed flat. He didn't even land on the curb. He just landed flat on the on the flat part of the ramp and his shoes just, like, exploded off his feet. <laughs> It's so funny how that always happens. <laughs> well, it wasn't for him. <laughs> but that was it. But, yeah, nothing like that happened. But he did get pretty messed up. He had to get checked out by a doctor and taken out on the stretcher. But he raised his thumb up, so I, I assumed he was still alive and okay. <laughs> oh, God. I could always just think of the, the Simpsons episode with the stuntman. <laughs> He's okay, folks. Ugh. And then he goes into a coma immediately afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Is that when he jumped a, a pool full of sharks and a lion? <laughs> yeah. It drags him back down. God. And to add a real element of danger. A single <laughs> drop of human blood. <laughs> All right. And it's time for Neom News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah. Okay. Let's see here. 
Marvel news. I got nothing. I have nothing for Scott. I'm making fun of him, but I got no news. Uh, mm-hmm. I went to Star Wars Land again, and uh, I'm kind of over it. I don't know. I've been four times now, and uh, if you don't have anything to buy, it's kind of losing its luster. I don't know. Really? Mm. I like walking around there. I, I did too, but I, like I said I went in. I got... <laughs> Got a blue milk, got in line for the Falcon, and I was a single rider, and I got to the front in, like, less than a minute. And yeah, I it's like de- five minutes, single rider. <laughs> I, had, I had to, got brain freeze drinking my blue milk, um, sat in the back while two idiots flew a Falcon into everything they could. <laughs> they could. Yeah. <laughs> got sick, came out, uh, walked around again, and then <laughs> tried not, was tempted to buy more stuff, but I didn't, thank God, and, uh. Back out in Disneyland, so I don't know. Like I think, I don't know. Hopefully, the new ride adds more. And they do. It feels like there's not enough going on. I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. But I thought when this land came out, there'd be like droids roaming around and stormtroopers, and I haven't seen any of that stuff. I heard in the daytime there's stormtroopers, and I actually I know yeah. there is because I went like at dusk, and it, there was a stormtrooper. Once it gets dark, all those things go away. You will see Chewbacca and Ray around. Because they can't see through their helmet visors. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. <laughs> Dangerous. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of all my other news. I'm just trying to think of anything Star Wars related because that's the only thing I follow. That's my MCU. And uh, Kevin Smith said he saw the last set or something. He was on set because Abram's like, okay, you're going to die soon or something. And he let him go on there. It was like a make-a-wish for Kevin Smith after his heart <laughs> attack. It was seriously something like that. And... Uh, but I know Kevin Smith cries and loves everything, so I don't know how to t- how to yeah, take that. He watches an episode of Arrow or, or The Flash, and he's like, oh, "So I don't know. I have low expectations, but obviously, we'll be there opening night, and we'll watch it." And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. You got anything? Uh, nope. Endgame is almost on Blu-rays. I think you could get it on digital download now, right? Yeah, you can. I already got it. Oh, does it hold up? It holds up. I haven't even actually watched the whole thing. <laughs> I just went to my favorite... I went to... Well, spoiler alert. Avengers Assemble and the hammer going to Iron Man. Or not Iron Man. Captain America. I am Iron Man. I went to my favorite... I went to the highlights. I haven't actually sat down and watched the whole thing yet. Hmm. Um, all right. That's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Visit your local arcade. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.